You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. I'm Seth Peterson. Hi, I'm Debbie Hedren. I'm Rhonda Schwartz. I'm Josh Roberts. This is Jesslyn Gilson. Hello, I'm Victor Webb. Hi, this is Charlotte Ross. Hi, this is Ed Begley Jr. What's up, you guys? This is AJ from the Backstreet Boys. Hi, this is Shannon Elizabeth, and you're listening to Talking Pets. Talking Pets. Talking Pets. And you're listening to Talking Pets. Talking Pets. Talking Pets. With John Patch. John Patch. You're listening to Talking Pets with John Patch. Hello, America, and welcome to Talkin' Pets with your host, John Patch. Join John and his expert guests with all of your pet questions, concerns, comments, and stories. Now it's time for Talkin' Pets with your host, John Patch. And welcome to Talkin' Pets, heard coast-to-coast on your favorite radio station. This is Talkin' Pets, and I'm John Patch. Joining us from Animal Alternatives out of Tampa Bay, Florida is... Dr. Ann Lamproux. Here to answer your medical questions, your behavior questions, and those holistic homeopathic questions about your pets at 866-606-TALK. When you call in, you'll speak with Mr. Zach Buden at 866-606-TALK, and he'll put you on the air with us. The show is produced by Ms. Amanda Page. Hey there, Johnny boy. Hey, Mandy. Once again, you're listening to Talking Pets. We have a special guest joining us in this hour for a short period. It's the author himself, Mr. Steve Alton, his latest book, Phobos, Mayan Fear. We're going to be talking about December 21st, 2012, the end of the world as we know it. 866-606-TALK, 866-606-8255. I'm John Patch. I'm Dr. Ann Lamproux. And Amanda Page. 866-606-8255. This is Talking Pets. you're listening to Talking Pets. Once again, I'm John Patch. Dr. Ann Lamproux. And Amanda Page. 866-606-TALK is the number to call. 866-606-8255. We want to welcome onto the program New York Times bestselling author of Meg, which is Hell's Aquarium, is Steve Alton. His book that we're talking about is called Phobos, Mayan Fear. Happy Halloween to everybody out there. This is our Halloween show. So uh, we want to welcome onto the program the author, Steve Alton. Hey, Steve, how you doing? Good, John. How are you? Doing wonderful. It's nice to have you on the air with us. I want to introduce you to Dr. Ann Lamproux. Hi, how are you doing? Good, Doc. And of course, our producer, Amanda Page. Hey there. Hi, Amanda. And the rest of the world, as we know it. <laughs> you know, I, 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 I know a lot of people have been following Steve, you know, the Mayan calendar and, you know, December 21st is supposed to be the end of the world and, you know, all this stuff, you know, is supposed to, this wrath is supposed to come down on us. And so it's like, it's interesting because this book, Phobos, Mayan Fear, when did this come out? Uh, it just came out a couple weeks ago. Wow, and it's in a paperback, so you can find this, I would imagine, in uh, most bookstores and online? Yeah, absolutely. The publisher, is it Tor? Is that what it's? Tor Forge. Tor Forge. That's the publisher. And it's a Tom Doherty Associates book out of New York, correct? Yeah, St. Martin's Press. Okay. 
And um, so that's where you can purchase the book. And do you have a website or anything like that? www.stevealtonalten.com. We got that out of the way, stevealton.com. Now, uh, we want to find out a little bit about the book. And, you know, as I was reading uh, a little bit of it, we were talking about there's supposed to be, I believe, what, two major, according to your book, you know, Phobos. And am I saying that right, Phobos? Yes. Mayan fear. Um, there's supposed to be two major catastrophes. One is off the African coast, correct? Yeah, and let's just take a step back. The, the, you know, people have heard about the Mayan calendar's doomsday prophecy, and you have to understand, first of all, that the Mayan calendar itself <clears throat> is an instrument of time and space that measures uh, a lot of different things. And a calendar, by definition, measures how long it takes the Earth to revolve around the sun. Well, somehow, 2,000 years ago, the Mayans, who were basically a group of jungle-dwelling Indians, created a calendar that was, actually more accurate, a ten-thousandth a ten of a day more accurate than our, the, the calendar we base our modern-day calendar on. So, But the Mayans never mastered the wheel, so they were sort of an enigma, and they had a leader called Kukulkan, who was this great teacher who, who helped bring the calendar into play. And, and the calendar itself is made up of three calendars in one, and, and, it, it, and, it, and it predicts different epochs of time in 20-year intervals. But the calendar is also made up of five great cycles, and the last of which ends on a date that equates to the winter solstice of 2012, December 21st, 2012, when that's supposed to be the end of humanity. Well, what is the thing, though, I heard, I read in the, in the newspapers not too long ago where they said they found, like, an addendum to the calendar. Did you hear about that? Yeah, I read the article, but there wasn't a whole lot. It wasn't really an addendum. Unfortunately, most of the the Mayan codices were burned uh, back in 1519 after uh, Cortez invaded the Yucatan Peninsula and the, and the Spanish Inquisition came over. When the Spanish priests saw uh, the, the prophecies, they burned them all, just about all of them. So what happened, actually, with the Mayan culture? Because didn't they all kind of, like, disappear or something, like hundreds of thousands of them or something, just kind of gone? Well, they're still Mayans today, but uh, unfortunately they're they're sort of relegated to the, you know, uh, doing uh, tourist stuff and, and uh, driving cabs and things like that. Uh, but the Mayan culture itself sort of fell off the face of the earth a little bit, uh, and, and part of that was... Uh, due to changes in climate, and part of that was due to agricultural reasons and, and, and other reasons that we, we're just not even sure about. Yeah, actually, when I was um, in Mexico several years ago, we went to, and did the whole tourist thing of the Mayan villages there. And um, interesting, um, I don't know, to me it seemed like a pile of rocks. <laughs> we well, this was, this was the, the dominant culture at the time, and... They knew more about astronomy than uh, they rivaled our knowledge of astronomy 2,000 years ago. And the calendar is extremely accurate, <clears throat> and it makes several prophecies, but the biggest one, of course, is that the end of humanity will come on December 21st, 2012. So here it is right around the corner. Phobos, mind fear, Phobos, like phobia, uh, which deals with fear. Uh, the book itself details two very real ticking time bombs of Mother Nature that could happen and make the prophecy come true. Uh, the first, you had mentioned an island off the west coast of Africa. There's a, uh, La Palma is a, one of the Canary Islands 
which is a chain located off the west coast of Africa. There's a volcano there called La Combrevia. Uh, it's very dangerous volcano in that its entire western face, because of other past eruptions, is literally ready to slide into the Atlantic Ocean. But we're talking about a, t- a trillion tons of rubble that would slide with it at free fall speed into the Atlantic Ocean on the next eruption. Scientists have said that when it happens, it will cause a mega tsunami. Uh, mega tsunami being a 3,000 foot high wave that would literally rush across the Atlantic Ocean at 500 miles an hour uh, before it hits the eastern seaboard of the United States. And you can imagine the damage that would cause. Yeah, New York City, and you mentioned Boston, Miami, the whole the whole East Coast. Everything. Now, how that, far, that how happens in, in, your, in the in, book, in, in you know, not, not to give away too much, but that actually happens in, in detail in the book, and, and along with another seismic event, which is even worse. But Steve, <clears> and, back, back to the one with the, the, off the coast of Africa. Yeah, if, sure. If a, if a wave came in that, that quickly and hit the East Coast, if it was going at such a speed, like you said, 500 miles per hour, how far inland would that actually go? Well, it would it would cross the Atlantic at 500 miles an hour, but then it would it would shoal up along the coast so that it would just slow up and begin to rise even higher. So, uh, how far inland would it go? I, it, I don't know, 50 miles, uh, maybe more. So I'm, it, I'm, it, it's hard I'm down to here in Florida. That. I'm in Florida, so I would imagine that we would totally be underwater. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in Florida too. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. So I, I guess if, it, we, if, it, if you hear about it happening, try to get to the middle of the state because it's going to whip around the Gulf and come back and hit you on the back end. Nice. Hey, don't go away. We got to take a little break. We're speaking with Steve Alton. He is the author of Phobos: Mayan Fear. We're going to give away a copy of his book right now to the uh, number three caller that comes in to Zach, our producer, at eight six 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 zero six talk. 866-606-8255. If you have a question for Steve, give us a call. Well, once again, I'm John Patch. Dr. Ann Lamprew. And Amanda Page. Steve Alton is the author, Phobos, Mayan Fear, 866-606-8255. Be the third caller, and the book is yours. This is Talking Pets. <laughs> we'll be right back, right after these messages. Stay tuned. Petco, where the pets go. Petco, where the pets go. Pet Life Radio has tail wagging, fur flying, fabulous deals for our listeners from Petco. Get $6 off your order of $60 or more and up to 40% off the entire Petco site. That's right. But that's not all. Because you're a Pet Life Radio listener, you'll also get free shipping on your order of $49 or more. $6 off, up to 40% off, and free shipping. From Pet Life Radio and Petco. To get these awesome deals, go to PetcoDeals.com. That's PetcoDeals.com. Petco, where the pets go. I'm not much of a reader, but I do wish I were more well read. There are so many great books coming out. I wish I could find a way to keep up. Audible.com makes it easy to stay well informed and catch up on your reading simply by listening. Audiobooks from Audible turn downtime into uptime. You'll be more productive and become well read. Now I'm able to catch up on all the great books I've been wanting to read. With Audible, I feel smarter. Pet Life Radio listeners, try Audible.com now and get your first 30 days of Audible Listener Gold Membership Plan free. And get a free audiobook. 
Choose from over 100,000 titles. To get this great deal, go to audibledeals.com. That's audibledeals.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. And you're listening to Talking Pets. I'm John Patch. Dr. Ann Lamproux. And Amanda Page. It is the end of the world as we know it, according to Steve Alton. Phobos, Mayan Fear is the title of the book. You can find it in bookstores. You can find it online, so you can check it out. Uh, Tor Publishing is uh, the publisher. For my father, Lawrence Alton, in loving memory, and for my friend and literary manager, Danny Bearer, uh, with love and respect, the book is dedicated to. Um, Very nice, by the way, Steve. Steve, I want to ask you, too, before you go back on what we were talking about with the tsunami and then you were going to tell us about the other major catastrophe that's going to happen, what about in terms of, like, the way the world is going right now? I mean, environmentally, we've got this uh, Hurricane Sandy headed towards the the northeast coast, Washington, D.C., New York City, Um, and then, you know, the political warfare that's going on out there, the way the world is running, the economy, there's a lot of strange things going on, isn't there? There is, and I think that all has to do with some of the mind calendars, prophecy predictions. Uh, I think we, if, if we're not destroying ourselves, then we are setting ourselves up for, uh, you know, a, a necessary change uh, because things just can't keep going the way we're going. You know, there was somewhere I read, and I don't know if it was maybe in your bio or it was in your book or something, where um, you mentioned, and it might have been in your uh, your author's note, I think, actually, is where I was reading it, was... Just the greed of people and the mentality of the of the human mind on how it's changed over all these years, and people care less about other people than they do more so on themselves and and gaining higher levels of maybe monetary or whatever achievements, and they just kind of stomp on the little guy behind them. Do you see a lot a lot of change in that? Well, if you want to get really deep into it, there's a, a theory that's extrapolated in, in a new book that will be coming out for me called The Omega Project, and it deals with the fact that um, that the the heart gives off electromagnetic impulses, and those impulses can be positive or negative. And if you think of the Earth in the same way, that uh, it's got a magnetic core, and uh, of course, of 7 billion people on the planet, giving off negative vibes, it, it can create... Um, a zombie-like effect? <laughs> no, but it, but it can create imbalances in the climate. It can create other things. And 
Uh, I'm not blaming climate change on that. We are causing climate change, obviously, and and we're paying the price for it, and we're going to continue to pay the price for it if we don't get off of fossil fuels. And and um, but but yeah, I mean, the whole Mayan counters prophecy is based upon uh, pushing ourselves off the edge of the cliff, and and in in many different ways, we're doing that. Well, you know what gets me though is that it it all comes down to people. Because it's not the plants that are on this on this planet that are creating it, and it's definitely not the animals. Uh, if anything, we're decimating those. I mean, like two thousand tigers left in the wild. Um, you know, more and more species are just you know disappearing as we know it. And um, so it it all comes down to the human culture. We're not taking care of what we have. Yeah, absolutely true. Now, when we were talking with the book, too, the second catastrophe that you were talking about has something to do with uh, volcanoes, doesn't it? Yeah, both of these are seismic events. The first, as we mentioned, was would be a volcano eruption that would, that would cause the western face of a volcano to create a mega tsunami. This event, the second event, is even worse, and some people may be familiar with it from the Discovery Channel. Uh, but beneath Yellowstone National Park, the, the um, engine that causes all these... Um, you know, uh, geysers and, and hot pockets and things like that, is a caldera. A caldera is essentially a pocket of magma, and this one covers hundreds of square miles beneath Yellowstone National Park. Now, the caldera has actually erupted. It doesn't look like a volcano. It doesn't look like anything, but underneath the earth is this huge pocket of magma, and it's erupted in intervals of 400,000 years, and the next eruption is, is long overdue. It's It's actually... There are signs that it's going to happen because it's pushing the lake uh, in Yellowstone Park upwards and causing it to drain into the nearby forest. And and when the caldera erupts for the last time, uh, it'll wipe out populations living around Yellowstone. But but even scarier, it unleashes about uh, the equivalent of 10,000 Mount St. Helens ash and debris into the atmosphere, which will blot out the sun's rays and lead to an ice age. And the book details these things within the story, but it, the cause of these two seismic events happening on December 21st, 2012, is actually something that you wouldn't think about. It's the Large, it's the large Hadron Collider in Geneva. And I don't know if you've heard of this, um, John, but the, the Large Hadron Collider... Uh, is this basically it's a ten billion dollar science experiment uh it's a huge uh sixteen seventeen mile ring that's beneath geneva uh and it and it, it's a particle collider now why are physicists colliding particles well they're in search for this mysterious particle called the z boson or the god particle and the god particle gives fundamental particle mass uh it it essentially is like they're um the, the missing link of physics. And the only way that you can search for it is to recreate the Big Bang. And so for a microsecond, they're, they're colliding atoms at near light speed and photographing the collisions, which uh, essentially recreate the Big Bang. What, what the scientists don't tell you, though, is that to prove the God particle exists, um, they're recreating not only the Big Bang, but miniature black holes. And the scientists say, well, the miniature black holes are fine. They're, they're, they're too small to do anything about. But there are certain types of miniature black holes called stranglets, 
that are capable of getting larger. So in the book, one of these stranglets escapes, and it's caught, and every time it passes through Earth's core, it creates a seismic event. So is that a possibility that we'll all get sucked into a black hole? Is that kind of what you're saying? Uh, we hope that that's not the case. <laughs> but, it but, I, but, I've, but I've talked to a physicist while I was working on the book, um, we were sort of, e- I was emailing him chapters back and forth, and he was saying, you know, this is in his scientific terms, as opposed to my layman terms, he was basically saying that there's validity to what you're saying. And there have been physicists over the years who have sued the Large Hadron Collider and other colliders across the world to stop this insanity because, you know, even if it's one in a thousand chance, one in a million chance, why would you mess with it? Yeah, that's the thing is that we always keep messing with science in order to find cures and everything else, but we're creating other problems. Don't go away. We're speaking with Steve Alton. He's the author of Phobos, Mayan Fear. You can find it in bookstores and online. Congratulations to Alan in Las Vegas, Nevada. You're getting a complimentary signed copy from Steve Alton. He's going to send that out to himself. Another book coming out to the second call that comes in at 866-606-TALK, 866-606-8255. Call now and the book is yours. This is Talkin' Pets. Talking Pets. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact. Introducing the new Brett Michaels Pets Rock Collection, exclusively at PetSmart. I created it for the pets that rock your world. Shop the Brett Michaels Pets Rock Collection and celebrate PetSmart's 25th anniversary with up to 25% off thousands of items on the PetSmart site. Plus, free shipping on orders of $49 or more. Go to PetSmartDeal.com. That's PetSmartDeal.com. P-E-T-S-M-A-R-T-D-E-A-L.com. Dyson. The new Dyson Animal Vacs are powerful bagless upright vacuums for homes with pets. Air muscle and radio root cyclone technology generates the strongest suction power to powerfully remove dust, dirt, and pet hair from the home or car. To order your Dyson Animal Vac, go to DysonDeals.com. DysonDeals.com to order your Dyson Animal Vac today. Dyson. Music to your ears. Aquariums and pond keeping are among the most popular of all hobbies in the United States and throughout the world. In fact, fish are probably the most numerous pet in people's homes and in their businesses. In Aquarium Mania, we'll learn more about the secret and not-so-secret life of fish and other inhabitants, the basics of good aquarium keeping, the complexities of the aquarium industry, and the science and art that surround this fascinating hobby. I'm your host, Roy Anong, and I'd like to thank you for joining us. Aquarium Mania. Every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On PetLife Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. With this hour's Talking Pets news from the USA Today, here's your host, John Patch. 
Out of Savannah, New York, a new bridge provides hunters, hikers, bikers, and birders with year-round access to 3,500 acres of protected wilderness in the Montezuma Wildlife Management Area. The State Department of Environmental Conservation said the elevated 100-foot-long wooden bridge would carry vehicles across the Seneca River to Howland Island. Dr. Ann? Tallahassee, Florida, the State Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission reported a strong year for the loggerhead sea turtles nesting. Researchers surveyed 250 miles of beaches and counted 58,172 loggerhead nests. Nesting on the same beaches peaked in 1998 with 59,918. The low was 28,074 nests in 2007. Out of Abacarque, Arizona, an uh, environmental advocacy group has proposed the federal officials set aside millions of acres in Arizona and New Mexico for a jaguar reintroduction program. Michael Robinson of the Center for Biological Diversity told the United States Fish and Wildlife Service that the endangered cats need more than 1,300 square miles, the agency has proposed. Liberty, Indiana, a growing population of Canada geese at Whitewater Memorial State Park means a goose reduction hunt will be held. The growing number of geese threaten the park's ecosystem and potentially the safety of park patrons, say the Department of Natural Resources. The number of hunts and dates are still to be determined. Out of Rochester, Pennsylvania, police say a man in his 20s who shot his costumed 9-year-old cousin after mistaking her for a skunk should not have been firing a shotgun at night so close to the people's homes. The girl who was hit in the back, shoulder, and neck was wearing a black costume and hat with a white tassel. She was taken to Children's Hospital of Pittsburgh. That's a pretty big skunk. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, goodness. Uh, Lexington, Kentucky, the Kentucky Horse Racing Commission wanted, voted to give Churchill Downs a third live racing meet. The, the September schedule will be added to Churchill's traditional spring and fall meets. The 12 additional dates will be Churchill's first all-September meet since 1890. And once again, you're listening to Talkin' Pets. I'm John Patch. Dr. Ed Lamprew. And Amanda Page. 866-606-TALK. 866-606-8255 is the number to call. Don't forget you can watch us live on the webcam at TalkinPets.com. No G in the Talkin', T-A-L-K-I-N, Pets.com. And join us on Facebook and Twitter at the top of the homepage. Just click on it and you can be part of the Talkin' Pets family. Once again, give us a call at 866-606-TALK. And you're listening to Talking Pets. I'm John Patch. 
Dr. Ann Lamprew. And Amanda Page. 866-606-TALK is the number, 866-606-8255. We're speaking with author Steve Alton. Phobos, Mayan Fear is the name of the book. You can find it in bookstores. You can find it online. We did send a copy to Alan from Las Vegas, Nevada, and also a copy is going out to Art in uh, Altamont, Florida. And we got another copy that will be going out, so call right now to the... Uh, the first call that comes in to Zach, our producer, at 866-606-8255. You're going to get a complimentary copy autographed by Steve Alton, Phobos, Mayan Fear. 866-606-8255. Steve, um, Art in Altamont, Florida, has a uh, question comment for you. So, uh, Art, what's your question? Uh, yes, this, this is kind of a two-part question, I guess. Uh, w- when these great events take place, for instance, uh, floods and uh, earthquakes and such as that, um, those things generally take a certain amount of time to develop and to destroy people and continents and whatever. So what it, what exactly would take place between now and December 21st that would destroy everyone? What what what, it, what would it be that would take place that could do that? Would it be and a buildup? Would it be a buildup to that, Steve, or would it just kind of be a major disaster at one time? Well, it depends what it is. I mean, there's different, you know, the planet has undergone major population uh, or major species extinctions uh, over the last uh, uh, four billion years. And and, uh, and let me add to that, actually, um, and make a, uh, out of the news, actually, the number of reported deaths in the, this year's West Nile virus outbreak rose to 219 after 36 were confirmed this week, according to the uh, CDC. And it just seems like there's a lot of, like, Poisonings, meningitis is on the rise. I mean, West Nile virus. There was this other thing out there in um, in Yellowstone, I believe it was, with squirrels that were causing the some kind of diseases. Yeah, the, the hantavirus. Um, a lot of viruses and stuff coming out all of a sudden. Well, it could be a if if you want to talk about virus or even a man-made virus. Uh, a, a, my book Grim Reaper and the Days deals with a man-made virus that's unleashed in New York and within a day can spread around the world. If you want to talk about an impact event like an asteroid, the last asteroid, major asteroid, uh, caused an extinction event 65 million years ago, years ago that wiped out the dinosaurs and really led to the ascension of mammals and, and the human, the human species. So these things don't take a lot, a lot of time. Uh, an asteroid can strike, you know, in a matter of minutes and, and, and we've had ones that have come close recently. We've had one, what's scary is we've had ones that have come close that we didn't know were coming close until they passed us. So, you know, we live in a shooting gallery, basically, in space, and, and, and uh, you know, the asteroid that, that wiped out the dinosaurs was about six miles across, and, and one recently passed that was a mile across. So, you know, these things can cause incredible damage and, and be extinction events. Ice ages are extinction events. They take a little bit longer, but uh, if the... Um, Yellowstone caldera erupts, uh, you'll get an immediate reaction, which will wipe out most of the Midwestern United States, and then you'll get a long-term reaction, which would be an ice age that would last 100,000 years. What was your second part on the the question, Art? Well, the second part would be, what would you say would characterize uh, the end of the calendar, so to speak? I mean, does does every human on the face of the Earth have to be gone by that date? Or does that mean that uh, the destruction is so... uh, so widespread that we can't survive after that date? What do you think that is? 
Well, I write fiction, so obviously the threats that I'm going to write about are going to be the, the ones that are most graphic and most uh, scary to read about. Uh, there are other interpretations that it could be major changes that would wipe out certain segments of the population or uh, just uh, create a uh, you know a, a different uh, civilization that rose from the ashes. Uh, it, it's with the Mayans we don't really know because, as I said earlier, the um, the evidence that had to do with the Mayan counters prophecy. Uh, was was destroyed by the Spanish Inquisition. The um, the Catholic priest who came in and you know read this stuff and, and burned all the codices. You know what makes me wonder though is like you know here we are right through NASA, but now private private ownerships or private corporations basically going up in looking for other places out there. And Mars just seems to be the place where we you know we have that rover up there checking things out. Are we looking for another place to move to? I think eventually we will. We don't have the technology or the economy to support such a venture right now, uh, despite John McCain's prediction that we'll have a moon colony in eight years. But, uh, you know, those are all things that can happen and hopefully will happen, assuming that we survive what's ahead of us. Any other questions on that one, Art? No, I think that's good. Uh, it's a fascinating topic, and uh, I, I like to hear the uh, discussions about it, see what people think. Definitely, and um, you're getting a copy of the book, so we'll mail that out to you out there in Altamont, Florida. Great, thanks. Thanks, Art. That's Art. Once again, the number is 866-606-TALK. We do have a book to give out, so call right now, and it's yours, 866-606-8255, 866-606-TALK. I thought it was appropriate, Steve, to have you on today since it's our Halloween show, and this is kind of like the uh, spooky talk. A lot of people believe in it. A lot of people don't believe in it. Um, and some people have already gone out and maxed their credit cards and, you know, already uh, emptied their bank, you might say, because they're afraid of December 21st, 2012. But also when you were talking about the Mayan calendar and all, what about, like, leap years throughout all these years? Did that make any kind of difference in how we look at that date? No, leap year is just... Uh a, a way that we uh, account for the uh, the end the extra 365 plus days of the year. You know, it's not exactly 365; it's a little bit longer. So we we add that on as an extra day every four years. <clears throat> so that that's not going to affect the, the uh, cataclysm. Well, we uh, have your thir the third book going out to uh, Tim in uh, Marthasville, Missouri. So congratulations, Tim. That book's going to come out to you. Again, it's called uh, Steve Alton is the author. It's Phobos, Mayan Fear. You can find it in bookstores, and you can also find it online. It, it really is a scary subject. And, you know, we've been on the air doing this show for 21 years. And the thing is, I remember when 9-11 happened and all. And, you know, you look at, you look at what happened during that event, and it seemed like the the country, the world pulled together for a short period. And then, like, it seems like nine months later, everybody went back to their, you know, fighting over money and this and that and everything else, and the world kind of went back to its old self. Maybe sometimes there needs to be destruction in order for us to rise from the ashes and become, you know, good human beings again. Well, I have my own thoughts about 9-11 and why it happened. But, um, by the way, for those uh, listeners, if they want to actually see graphic footage of what we've been talking about, if you go to YouTube and you type in 2012 Mayan Doomsday Prophecy, you'll see a three-minute video and you'll catch the 3,000-foot mega tsunami and the caldera erupting and 
pretty scary stuff. I actually did watch that tsunami hit the cities, and it, it was like it was really like watching a, a movie. Um, so I do recommend that actually. And there's information on my website at talkingpets.com. If you click on the recent news section, there's information on the book and everything. And I think I do have the link there, I believe, for the YouTube video. So you can click on that; it'll take you right to it. So t a l k i n pets.com, and under recent news, check it out, and you can find out more. Hey, congratulations on a great book, uh, a good read, Steve Alton, Phobos, Mayan Fear, and thanks for joining us and putting the fear in everybody out there that's listening. Thank you, John, and, and just just so you know, I am seated here next to my German Shepherd Angel. Good. Yay. How old is uh, Angel? She's uh, two years old. Two years old? Great. And she knows how to open doors. <laughs> <laughs> well, enjoy her. That's the true pleasures in life is our pets. It really is. Well, Indeed. Steve, thanks again. We look forward to your next book, Steve Alton, Phobos, Mayan Fear. And uh, again, check it out in bookstores and online. Steve, thanks so much. Thank you. That's Steve Alton. Once again, uh, congratulations to the winners that got copies of his book, but I recommend you go out and get it. It's a fun read. It comes out in paper book. And check out the video, too. Go to my website, TalkinPets.com, T-A-L-K-I-N, Pets.com, and you can uh, see the uh, YouTube video, which actually shows graphically what uh, these catastrophic events could do to our country. So check that out. And I believe he said it was SteveAlton.com is his direct website if you want to check that out. And it's SteveAlten.com. But once again, you are listening to Talking Pets. If you've got a question, medical or behavior, uh, we welcome it in. Dr. Ann's here from uh, Animal Alternatives out of Tampa Bay, Florida. But uh, pick up the phone and give us a call. 866-606-TALK. I guess while you can, because it doesn't seem like we have much time left. (laughs) 866-606-8255. I'm John Patch. Ann Lamprew. And Amanda Page. And this is... Talking Pets. Talking Pets. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact. How would you like your business to reach out and invite in our audience? We have a brand new trademark concept called Info Seeds. Info Seeds are short 20-second seeds of information about your place of business, practice, or service is the best, most cost-effective way to invite us in. We only have a limited number of slots left. For more information, visit the website. PetLifeRadio.com Click on Sponsorship Information. There you can listen to a sample of Info Seed. Remember, only a limited number of opportunities I love my pets. The new single by Mark Winter. Available on iTunes. Hi, I'm Lisa Smith Putnam, the host of the new and exciting show, Your Pets, My Dogs, here on Pet Life Radio. Your Pets, My Dogs will feature celebrity interviews, we'll talk to everyday pet owners, and more. Listen, I am here to entertain you each and every week, right here on Pet Life Radio. Again, that's Your Pets, My Dogs. I'm your host, Lisa Smith Putnam. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Pet 
shark falls from sky. With a Talking Pets News Brief, I'm Amanda Page. Nobody yelled, four at the Southern California golf course when a two-foot-long shark dropped out of the sky and flopped around on the 12th tee. The two-pound leopard shark was apparently plucked from the ocean by a bird, then dropped in San Juan Hills Golf Club. No one was teeing up when the shark fell, although some golfers had just left the area. A course marshal who makes sure players maintain an appropriate pace saw something moving around on the tee and went to investigate. He found the shark bleeding with puncture wounds, where it seems the bird had held it in its grasp. The marshal put the shark in his golf cart and uh, drove back to the clubhouse. Employees wanted to help the shark, so they stuck it in a bucket of water. Then someone remembered it wasn't a freshwater animal, so they stirred up some salt and from the kitchen. Then they knew they had to get into the ocean as soon as possible. They did manage to take a photo of the shark before heading back to the sea. When they put it in the water, it didn't move, but then it flopped around and took off. It's the first time anyone can remember a shark falling from the sky on a golf course. They say they get some typical coyotes, skunks, and the occasional mountain lion, but nothing like a shark. Reporting for Talking Pets, I'm Amanda Page. And you're listening to Talking Pets. I'm John Patch. Dr. Ann Lamproux. And Amanda Page. 866-606-TALK, 866-606-8255. There's been a lot of things falling from the sky lately. A couple stories that we did, chicken parts were falling and hit all these kids or something, and now sharks. And... You know what the thing is? It's the media is finding these stories, scooping them up, and sharing with everyone. Whereas like before, us. that wasn't so available to everyone. Out to uh, Donna in Spokane, Washington. Hey, Donna, you got a question for Dr. Ann? I do. Hi. I have a dog who's actually he'll be seven next month. Um, we adopted him a couple months ago, Thanks. and he's three-quarter lab and a quarter pit bull. And he is um, losing a lot of hair in his groin area and his armpits and the front of his neck. Um, and he's scratching kind of a lot. So we're trying to figure out, we changed his food, um, and we're trying to figure out anything else. Some of the skin looks to be red and irritated, and we're wondering what we can do to help him be more comfortable and quit shedding. Yeah, definitely with that distribution of the hair loss in the inguinal area and the armpits, um, I would have to consider food sensitivities as, as a part um, as possible problem. The other thing that we have to consider in younger dogs, especially the ventral half of the body, um, is sarcoptic mange. Um, that very often will make them very itchy and then when the skin gets irritated for a while it starts to get pigmented. So I would definitely get a skin scraping done and um, skin scrapings are real good to see the demodex or red mange. Um, but okay. if it comes up negative, then an injection of a drug called ivermectin done over a two-week period of time usually will take care of the sarcoptic mange. 
it's very itchy when they have that. Yeast dermatitis is also a possibility in that. So um, get a skin scraping done and rule that out first. Okay, so we need to take him to the vet and say he'll help us out. Yeah. Okay. Good luck Terrific. with that, Donna. Thank you. You are Thank you. Thank you. That's Donna out there in Spokane, Washington, 866-606-TALK. Out to Tim in Eastern Oregon. Had a comment on uh, Steve Alton's book, Phobos, Mayan Fears. Hey, Tim, how you doing? Hey, I'm doing. I've got a lot more than what he has in his book, I'm afraid. We are facing the end times. Our website is godsmessengersfromheaven.com. Also, the waters in the Columbia Snake, Umatilla, and Yakima Rivers are contaminating all the waters in the fish. And this has never been put out. They don't want the truth out, as the CIA controls all the news media worldwide. And there are no aliens. If you are in Las Vegas, uh, Area 51 is now a concentration camp. Also, con- the chemtrails are altering the weather all over the world and causing camp the global what, warming, Tim? which has melted off the North Slope. And the reptoids and the military are building ships on the North Pole. It also covers the hollow earth where Admiral Byrd made his flight February the 11th of 47, and half of the hollow earth is controlled by Satan, and the other half have our most ancient ancestors, the tall whites and red Bigfoot and other little people, and there is much life on the moon and Mars, and Mother Mary lives in Venus, and the Val Thor is her pilot that takes her to visit the home world, which is 700 light years from here from where I, I was at, and that's called Maropia. <laughs> well, you've got, Tim, you definitely got a lot to say on there. So now that if we didn't put the fear in people with, um, with Steve Alton's book, maybe you did as well, but, um, or maybe total opposite. So it, it could be, but, you know, good comments, and it goes right in line with everything that we were saying, but thanks for the call. Thanks, Tim. That's Tim in Eastern Oregon. You know, you get on these topics, it brings everybody out, <laughs> which makes it a little bit more interesting and fun. I mean, you just don't know. Who knows? I mean, you know, it. I, I look at the economy. There's only so far a business could go before it starts losing money. You can't keep gaining and gaining and gaining. It's the same thing with the, with the world. I mean, it comes to a point where if we keep having babies and the population keeps growing and go, where are we going to go yeah and then the not animals enough are, resources the animals are sure, right not enough resources the animals are left with nowhere to go so i mean you kind of got to look at things like that and i think a lot of people they don't care because they take it for the moment they take it for now do you yeah. ever think that things could maintain it doesn't always have to get bigger you could well, get that's, to a that's point. what i'm saying you can get to a point where you maintain but we're not getting to that point we just keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger the world just keeps getting large look at china i mean I, you know, and they're trying to put up maintain other subject, but uh, well, like I said, you know, they like to be closer to their money. Yeah, <laughs> very true. <laughs> there you go. Take a whole new twist. Thanks for that one, Tim. Eight six 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 zero six talk. And but it's interesting though when we were talking about like the tsunamis and stuff, mm-hmm. like the one that did actually happen in Indonesia, um, and all the animals were the first ones to flee to higher ground. Yes, they always were. look at your pets and your animals because if there's going to be a major catastrophe, they're going to let you know before you can realize it yourself. Yeah. Spay new to your pet self control that pet population from ourselves. Uh, this is John Patch, Doctor Ann Lampro, and Amanda Page, and a special thanks to Zach Buden and. Uh, the conspiracies are out there. You believe them or you don't. It's all up to you. Thanks for joining us in this hour of Talking Pets. Let's Talk Pets. Every week on demand. Only on PetLifeRadio.com.